Hello, good morning, and welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. This is the morning after show, you could call it, right after night one of Charleston. We are sitting at our Airbnb kitchen table, so to speak. I'm Bruce, and I'm always joined by Nolan. Bruce, good morning. That was a fun night last night. I'm ready for an even better one tonight. What about you? Yeah, hope so. Think so. Um, it was it was fun, and we've got um, quite a few other people in the Airbnb. We have Goose actually playing a set for us right now um, in our living room. So if you do hear some music in the background, that is Goose. But we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the Dave Matthews. No, I want band. to talk about Goose. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Rockdale playing right now. Oh. oh, so good. No, but let's go. Let's go. DMB night one, credit one, stadium, tennis arena. Yeah, so we'll quickly touch on um, some of the stuff pre-show and what we thought about the arena, but we'll save more of that for our post-show debriefs when we have a little bit more time. But mm. it, it was very unique, obviously. No real tailgating. You, there's a bunch of bars and um, restaurants and like a shopping center, and then you're right there at the, um, at the tennis stadium. So it was extremely interesting. Um, but pretty cool, and I mean, I really, really like the venue. Um, as far as like sight lines were pretty cool. Um, we had you know 300 level, um, and just looking kind of, it almost felt like you were looking straight down on top of the band. So it was really cool to just see um, that perspective. I don't know if I've ever really had that kind of high and that steep of a perspective on the band before. Yeah, me neither. I liked it. I think it's cool to have a different vantage point like mm. that. You'd like to be a little closer probably, but like, I don't know, it was a cool angle. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It's, it's almost kind of like if you're in a, um upper deck of, a, um, of an arena sort of thing, but maybe a little closer. I don't know. Not, but, a, um, not a bad spot in there, not, I don't think. Unless no. you're like directly next to the stage, maybe. Which would be cool, I think, for a show. Yeah. I think I'd like to do that for one show. Um, but we'll save that for like MSG or something where cool. Oh, that'd be <laughs> yes. um, but Nolan, let's get into the show. Obviously, the band kind of started, I guess, sort of promptly, if you will, around 745. Mm-hmm. You know, Sirius XM night. Um, it may have been closer to 750, but um, you know, you get that Sirius XM show, so you're kind of wondering what they're going to play. Um, especially compared to the last one. Um, and they started off pretty, something we've never seen open, um, obviously. I mean, a very rare opener, uh, but not a really rare song in Satellite. Um, I think the crowd loves it. Good song. Um, it was good to see something that I've never seen open before. So I'll just say that. Um, that 41st was kind of cool. time opening a show. Oh, wow. So that's cool. Pretty rare. Yeah, they did it. I guess they've done it probably. Dave and Tim way more. Yeah. We talked about this a little more with the Mexico show. But yeah, yep. um, you get satellites open, so that was cool. I don't know if you have any extra thoughts on that. No. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a cool opener, one I'd never seen before. We'd never seen before, so that's uh, always like checking things off and things we haven't experienced. Oh, for sure. And then speaking of things that we hadn't experienced... The next song we have way too many times. Uh, Funny the way it is, uh, something that we see, I feel like, every show we go to, to be honest with you. Um, We're a little over it. It is what it is. Um, Crowd freaking loves it, so I just can't blame them for playing it as a single. Like, yesterday was the 14-year anniversary of Big Whiskey being released. That was the lead single from it, so you kind of get it. Yeah, funny the way it is. Figured we'd get at least one Big Whiskey song. (laughs) At Uh, least one. Yeah, we got a few. Um... Yeah, at least we got this one over with early. I'm going to pause you there for a second because, yeah, we did think that we'd get some. We also thought we might see one that they hadn't played on the tour yet so far, which kind of would have made a little sense, right? A little nod to your album. Yeah, I thought maybe a a debut of seven would have made sense. Yeah, seven, dive in. I mean, just something maybe they hadn't played yet this tour. Swarm would have been a good opener. Swarm would have liked that. Yeah. Um, Even more than Satellite, even though I've seen Swarm, but... I guess we can pad our stats. But, you know, even, uh, thank God it wasn't like Lie in the Hands of God, even though that's Ugh. a great song. It just kind of drags a lot. But we thought that something might pop up, but it was kind of more the usual suspects, I guess, on Big Whiskey. Um, yeah. yeah, continue. Yeah, but then um, it's okay because after that we got Walk Around the Moon. That was good. Short. Yeah. Short. They've really shortened that one a lot. Um, but it's fun. Seemed like everyone was into it. Followed up by a nice stretch here. Number 41, Timothy doing his thing. Yeah, that one is 
they are dragging that song as far as not building like they used to. And it just kind of fizzles. But last night, they kind of brought it back up at the end. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of the 41s besides the one, I think, from the first serious stream. And I don't think it did that. Um, so they didn't have that little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not really doing much now. It's kind of weird. But the the song part where they sing it is always great. Yeah. Um, and it's always good to see the song. So there's really no issues. It was just, I don't know. It doesn't hit like it. Like it did. But anyways, you're right. Yeah. Start of a great little run here. Yeah, then we get a tour debut. One of the highlights of the night for me. Yes. Best of what's around. Out of nowhere. I've like surprisingly seen that like a decent amount of times lately. I don't know why I keep like catching it. But um Hell yeah. Really was excited to be to see that and surprised. Yeah, because um there was really no inkling. Uh, you know that that one's going to come back. It's kind of like when you just randomly see you know that or like a rhyme and reason pop up. Um, you know it's going to be played during a tour typically, but you don't really know when. It's kind of unfortunate that Boa gets that distinction because the song is so good. It needs to be played all the time. Everyone loves it, so it doesn't really make any sense. I know. Um, I've seen it uh, back-to-back shows. Um, that's awesome. So that was cool. That doesn't happen very often. Mm-mm. Um, so it was so MSG night night two last year. Yeah. Yep. So Excellent. yeah, in 2021 and 2022, it was played seven times each year. Oh man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, same for 2019. A few more times in 2018, and then six times in 2016 and 17. Okay. So yeah, this. Sh- this an all-time classic song. Would love to see it more uh, in the sets. Yes. And Dave loves playing it, so come on, let's keep let's keep it going. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep it going with some more new songs, and we called this. I was like, oh, they're going to play The Only Thing now, and they did. Yes. That song rips. Uh, I mean, my favorite off of the new album, so I was pumped to get The Only Thing again. I think we saw it in Raleigh a few years ago, and... Um, Got it again for a second time. Yeah, Loved it, sounded, it. It sounded so good. I've seen the only thing five times already. What? <laughs> How? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, five times for, for me, apparently, on the only thing, which doesn't make any sense. That's impossible. Outside. Yeah, seemingly. They've played it 17 times. Let's see. Yeah. How is that possible, Nolan? I'm going to have to fact check myself. It says It says it right here on the Almanac, so I don't know. Um, what? Did we see it twice last year, though? Yeah, we saw it back-to-back nights, Actually, I think. Actually, yeah. Okay, so maybe we've seen it three times. Yeah, so I, I saw it three times last year, and then once in 21, I think. Wait, wow. no. I don't know. We'll find out that later. Who cares? Great song. Um, sounded great last night. Uh, then you get a You and Me, which is you know another big whiskey song, but wasn't uh, necessarily one we were looking for as far as like maybe they'll honor big whiskey tonight <laughs> um played it super early in the set super they early which is a good early. spot i thought that was a good spot and crowd loved it so what are you gonna hoping, do i was hoping they'd go into water into wine because i've never seen that they did not mm. of course maybe tonight nolan maybe maybe tonight. tonight um and then madman's eyes obviously new album they're gonna play this almost every single show good um again and it is awesome it was you know Loud in your face, crushing it. I've seen the only thing more times than I've seen Mad Men's Eyes. That didn't make any sense. What? Oh no, that is weird. Um, so yeah, Mad Men's great. Uh, that was awesome. And then we get another new song next, Nolan. Yes, looking for a vein. And this was a nice little treat. One of our favorites again off the new album, and uh, just so short. It was over yeah. in the blink of an eye. Could have used more Jeff Coffin. Free Jeff. Yeah, free the coffin. Unleash him. Oh, my God. He just... He adds so much to the song. I need more. Yeah. Um, who doesn't? And it was... It sounded great. Just want that to go on a little longer. I think that they could. Uh, it's not like they're pressed for time or anything at these shows. So. Certainly weren't last night. No. Um, so damn lucky next. I don't think... Really don't think we were looking for that at this moment in the show. Um, didn't seem like... The crowd liked it, but it didn't seem like a lot of people were. This was ready my for bathroom the, break. So. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of people did this, did the same. But it, it's still fun. Um, 
good song, and uh, you know they really got into the thank you outro. Obviously, um, our, our our good friend Brendan, who's sitting on the couch over here, he was screaming thank you. I was kicking him, uh, telling him to shut up. Uh, just kidding, I wouldn't do that. But there, people <laughs> were loving that, and then the band really got into it. I honestly have not listened to a thank you outro so damn lucky this tour to see how long they've gone but that one seemed like it went pretty long and i was just kind of like this is awesome slash please stop (laughs) at the same time um yeah so then nolan we get uh next song really our first i believe this is the first away from the world tune of the night and the only one it seems like they ever play must be the only song they like off of that record it's really I weird. Just, uh, I don't get. It. I like it. It's a good song. Uh, cool, DMB sounding song. Um, good riff. Good Dave riff. But um, yeah, rooftop. And then after that, the electric comes out. I was hoping for break free. We get Bayou. So not our favorite run of songs there. So damn lucky. Rooftop Bayou. And it's a shame because at least so damn lucky. I think is one of like. It's a standout song on Some Devil. Yeah. And just an all-time great Dave song, but they play the hell out of these three songs live. Um, Bayou was a lot of fun, though. Like, I just... <laughs> yeah. It, the place goes nuts, and it's so loud. I think Clint was talking about singing in Nashville and just how loud it got, and he wasn't really a fan of that, but it's just like, what else do you do other than dance and like, yeah. yell for the song at the end of the song? It's like, wow. Yeah. That was and people... Powerful. Yeah, and people, the fans are reacting really to just like Buddy standing up on the keys. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, they're not reacting to the nasty stuff that he had already played in the song. It's like, oh, he was actually, that was sick and what he did was really cool and good. Yeah. But people don't really know that or hear that. Um, and it's fine, they're reacting to kind of him getting into the song. So it's more performative to get a reaction out of the crowd, which, I mean, who doesn't do that For as a sure. performer? So um, it is what it is. Um, Bayou already played seven times this year, so they are you know, playing the hell out of that, mm-hmm. um, as as they have since Buddy joined. Um, then you get Monsters, another new song, playing that a ton right now, and it sounds like it. They are crushing it. It sounded great. I was really pumped that we got to see that. A highlight um, of the night. Yeah. I thought that um, Tim ripped it. and Yeah, I'm ready to hear it again. Yeah, that yeah. was... I was glad. I really wanted to see Monsters this weekend, so check that one off the list. That was a lot of fun. The way Dave sings toward the end, big big time. I love it. I love it. Uh, Same. They're still doing Kill the Preacher into Why I Am. Uh, I hadn't, I don't know. I feel like, how's that not just not become a song? I don't know a song, but make it the Mansfield Jam. (laughs) I, I don't know. We haven't really talked about that before, but like, why does that still exist? Why is that a thing? You know, it's always like, kill the preacher, tease, or partial. Um, but it's never really done anything else for yeah. the most part. And it just goes into why. So is it just, is this just the why I am intro? Like, you know, what, what really is it? What purpose does it serve him? And I just wonder why Dave still does it. Like, there's obviously a reason he likes it. For some reason. Yeah. So I, I would just be curious. Isn't it? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just interesting. We're going to ask him uh, when he comes on the pod. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Tonight after the show. Um, and then after YM, you know, obviously Big Whiskey. There's the third Big Whiskey song. It was the second most played album of the night. It only three songs, though. Um, but no real celebration of the album or nod to it or, hey, here's a tour debut from it. But the next song we get is Epic. Uh, you Never Know. Always just super awesome. There's... Not too many songs that this band has in their entire catalog that are better than this one. And I feel like we've seen it a good amount of times. Like, we've been yeah. very lucky with that song. That was my eighth one ever. Oh, um, wow. And I am thankful for every single one of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think listening to this song last night, I was like, this is their best song that they've ever written. It's just like... It's just beautiful. So good. I mean, I know I've got Two Step and Crush up there for me, obviously, but this song is just, I think it's like a masterpiece. I think it's like Stefan's favorite song to play live or something. It's because he's the man. Yeah. Um, But yeah, You Never Know, and then that goes into Grace is Gone, which, just two beautiful songs. Yes. I mean, I love, 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 love both of these, both of my top ten. 
Um, man, epic. Yeah, nothing. I I don't have anything to say really because I was just like, wow, what a treat. You never know into grace. Come on, late. You, you just don't really yeah. see those very like late. It was it was just so awesome and Buddy crushed it. Carter crushed it. They just played those so well. Nolan, that's the eighth grace that I've gotten as well ever. But you know, obviously, I think that includes Dave and Tim, and then. Eight Lucky. best of what's arounds for me as well. So eight best of what's arounds, eight you never knows, and eight graces gone's, um, all in the same show. Wow. Really awesome. Um, that was but, my fourth graces gone. It eluded me for ever a very very long time, and Forever. I what maybe only the second time I've seen it with the with the full band. Yep. Um, and then okay, you never know. Since you looked it up, I gotta look it up. Um, it was my fifth You Never Know. Nice. So that's solid. Um, yeah. I'm pretty good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and we were pretty good with Grace. My eighth um, best of what's around, too. Oh. We're, we're, we may have seen all of the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, um, we, we noticed that Dave, right at the end of Grace's, is just tailing out, runs kind of over to Stefan saying something. It's like, well, you kind of think that like he's going to... Um, there's some sort of change like he's telling we're gonna do this and not this Mm. or we're gonna do this in addition to this um and they went into die trying um which you know it's a powerful song we love it we weren't expecting it really to close because nolan ended at 9 58 p.m eastern time which is just if you've been to a lot of dmv shows which this was my 60th so obviously i have (laughs) um you are just accustomed to main sets ending probably around 10 30 um, they've gotten yeah. a little bit earlier over the last couple of years or so. Maybe but 10, 20. Never, ever, ever before 10 p.m. is the main set done, um, which was jarring and wild. It's like, what? what? Are y'all good, guys? <laughs> you know, yeah. what's what's going on? Um, I was sure they were going to play another song after Ditron. And they cut a song. No, yeah. they cut a song before Ditron. Dave was talking to um, Fonz, obviously, about cutting Rapunzel, so the, and they did. Uh, but Die Trying was great. I mean, always, you know, if we stick with what they did play. Yeah. Um, cutting Rapunzel instead. Playing Die Trying was awesome. It is a good closer. It's fine. Um, but, man, we were just so surprised it was so early. Incredibly early. Uh, so then we thought, okay, there's got to be three-song encore coming. Because uh, they've been doing that a little bit. But they did not. Dave came out for a solo song. He chose Sing From The Windows. Great tune. Crowd was captivated. Uh... That was pretty cool. And then one more tour debut. The only before these crowded street songs performed at the show. That's wild. Stay. And uh, I'm a sucker for stay. It's good. Um, We weren't staying for too much longer because that was the end of the show. Uh, And it was 10, 15, maybe. I mean, wildly early. Luckily. Maybe 10, 20, but it was like, what? Yeah. Uh, It was fun. I, I feel like I hadn't seen... Stay in a little while. I probably had, but I just feel like I don't see it a ton um, these days. I don't care if I see it or if I don't. It's just one of those where it's fun when it happens. Um, I'd prefer it kind of honestly to open or just mid-set because it's always fun instead of like that very ending. But I, I would understand why they would play it to end. Yeah. the yeah. Uh, I have seen it 16 times now. Um, but... Not a ton recently. Maybe like once a year, I guess, I see it. Um, last time we saw it was uh, to close out the Raleigh show in 2021. Okay. When they, uh, the return. DMB's return uh, yep. in the pandemic. Um, so, I think stays. Great tune. Uh, so, maybe like, maybe quote unquote the worst song on Before These Crowded Streets. <laughs> but we've, <laughs> we talked about it before and... It would be any other bands, except for uh, like some all-time greats, but any other band's best song ever. Probably. So, yeah, it's a great, great tune. Bruce, there's a lot left on the table for tonight. And um, I did not look at the sets from Wilmington, but I've heard that they were great shows. There's a lot from that, I think, that we can get tonight. I'd love to get uh, some sort of combination of Pig, Bismarck, I, if we don't get busted stuff, I may I'm cry. Gonna be, I'm going to be mad. I will, I will be upset. it'll be like the lot. I feel like that'll be the, the time to see it. Like, it'll be, it's this year. They, it um, has to be. They tonight. can't abandon it. Like, they have to play it. 
It has to be tonight. Uh, and I hate that I'm going into the show feeling that way because I don't, I don't like being like, oh, I gotta see this night, or if it's because it, ne- I feel like it almost never happens. So. I know. <laughs> Virginia and the Rain full band tonight would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what's uh, is there anything else you're looking for? Um, mm, not not particularly. Just. Um, I think the ones that you kind of covered it, the ones, I mean, just kind of hoping to go in and just... That was the wrong answer, by the way. Let them, uh, let them do it. Because you won't stop talking about it could happen. And, oh, uh, but I mean, that they'll play that. They they have to cover that for the album. Like, that's got to be a part of the Walk Around the Moon coverage. Will that go into the graves the tonight? It will, it will go into Pig tonight, um, uh, which will then evolve into the stone. And then spoon. Um, they're really going to. You it know, could happen in the spoon. Yeah, mm. they're gonna they're gonna make it happen. Um, we already gave them a segue idea into spoon the other day, thanks to Sirius XM, um, Spaceman into spoon. <laughs> but they just don't really play around with the creative segues. I guess. What if uh, they would be awesome? But they could play tumble. It's playing in the background right now. They should mm. do it. Um, Tim would crush it, and so would Fonz, and so would Buddy. And Dave could sing it. And I'm Carter thinking would crush it. Uh, uh, encore, like encore of Dripfield into Two Step would be probably the the way to go tonight. They'd cut Dripfield just like Goose did for us. <laughs> um, for some reason, bands like cutting songs when we go to shows. Not just songs; their best like songs. Some of their better songs. God. It's really annoying. Um, so yeah, we've got Nolan's 60th, I believe, tonight. My 60th yes. was last night, so we're looking forward to that, to him hitting that milestone. Um, We've got a couple of friends here. Brendan and Chip are around. We want to hear your thoughts overall last night quickly and what you're looking for tonight if you have anything because we're an inclusive podcast. We're bringing in everyone. Cheers, everybody. All right. Chip, let us know what you thought of last night and what you're hoping for tonight if you have uh, hopes and dreams. I thought last night was a lot of fun. Um Real ha- real happy about the 41 Boa. Uh, real happy about the late uh, late set you never know. Mm. Um, and even some of the stuff I wouldn't care for on paper uh, was very enjoyable last night. Um, tonight, looking for a stone. Oh, Just give yes. me a stone and I'll be... I mean, Dave could walk out, play the stone, walk off the stage, and I would be completely happy. <laughs> so... Uh, that's my number one. Haven't got it uh, in 13 years, so I'm mm. really, really fiending for one. Dave, wow. if you're listening, how please. All right, Dave, listen up. Make it happen. Brendan, your Hi. turn. What do you think? Hi, Dave, because I, I definitely know you're listening. And, you know, you're, I, I want to hear Stone as much as the next guy. And call me a dreamer, and I know this will probably never happen, but I would just fucking lose it if he plays bartender. Do it. Like, just just do it. Do it for the pod. It's very rare these days. I know. And it's one of my all-time faves. But, and then last night, I mean, great show, but... I mean, I'm, I know this is super basic, but I fucking love Bayou. Like, I just... song gets me amped every time. That's and why I play it. I know. For everyone me, gets amped. Every, everybody gets so amped. They play so, it for fist pumpers like you. That's exactly right. But <laughs> trying to play with the pain. <laughs> uh, opener, I feel like was, I feel like kind of eased into it, but stronger finish. Obviously, you never know. I'm never, never upset about that. Wouldn't mind a Bismarck tonight. Mm. Oh, I think that'd be great. Yeah, but no, overall solid show. Yeah, that would be nice. Little, Can't wait. Well, uh, what have they done before? Bismarck into. Uh, Big Eyed Fish. Opposite away. Okay. Big Eyed Fish into they used to Bismarck, yeah. Out of fish into Bismarck or other things, I think. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what happens tonight. Um, I'm going to predict a tour debut tonight. And I mean, oh, you're going to like go specific? Yeah. All right, go. Two-step. Okay. Two-step tonight. It's been... It's They haven't played it yet. Um, so I think that that would be... I mean, that's a good one. It's got to pop up eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't here, you would think it's probably going to pop up at a two-nighter of some sort. But we'll see. Um, if I were to go with one, Nolan, man, I like. 
Uh, Brendan and Chips kind of picks there with Stone and Bartender. I like your two-step one too. But I don't want to be repetitive. So if I were to go with one... Um, nope, that's been played already. Um, okay. Man, this is this is a little rough. Um, I'm going to go... Captain. Oh, that was... Cry Freedom. Uh, I'll go with um, Raven as a, as a tour debut. Okay. Um, Any debut from Busted Stuff is a good debut. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you took two... Oh, there are two good ones. Anyways, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think that uh, everyone else besides me has way better guesses. So, um, and hopes and dreams are high. So we're going to go enjoy um, our, our kind of first full day, our only full day here in Charleston, see what we can get into and out of. Um, and we'll see y'all at the show tonight, and we'll check back in tomorrow. Nolan? One more thing. Uh, appreciate everybody who stopped us, um, saw our podcast t-shirts that we were wearing, and uh, had kind things to say about listening to the podcast. That is always yeah. welcomed. and uh, Surprising. Surprising. <laughs> catches us off guard. We love it, though. So keep doing it. And um, shout out to Rob Bocon for taping last night. DMB Almanac's finest. Uh, yeah, he's way cooler than Dan. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Um, <laughs> no, you're cool too. But uh, ran into Rob uh, in the bathroom line last night. Had no idea he'd be here since he lives in Ohio. Um, but he said that the show needed to be taped. And uh, the show goes on. And it'll go on tonight. You are a legend, Rob. Yes. All right. So are you, Dan. Sure. All right. All right, everybody. We're, we're out of here. We just cracked open some cheer wine beers. That's right. Nota Brewing in Charlotte, Cheerwine Wheat Ale, and it is tasty. So we're about to, uh, yep, we're going to have some fun. So y'all have a great one. We'll talk to you later. All right, Nolan, welcome back. After night two, we are ready to roll into what happened, what went down uh, pre-show, on stage, um, and what our reactions are from all of it. So, Nolan, why don't you set the scene a little bit, um, kind of what we did maybe a little bit during the day, but leading up into the show, um, and then we'll get cracking on the show itself. Night two, Charleston, baby. Man, what a blast. I had such a good time. Uh, Charleston, amazing town. We had some amazing food, beers at one of our favorite breweries before the show, and then... We got to the venue, Bruce, and we had some lounge passes waiting on us, and we got to meet the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Lawler, friend of the podcast, uh, in the lounge, and that was such a cool full circle moment uh, for us, and he is just as nice in person as he was when we talked to him on the pod a few months ago, so I just want to give a big shout out to Joe Lawler. He... He was unbelievable, came through in the clutch, and uh, my only complaint is uh, that he didn't get to rip it up on the stage that night, but other than that, what a time. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, huge shout out to Joe, very, very generous for for even offering and even asking um, for for things of that nature, and uh, yeah, that was a blast, it was a very unique kind of lounge scenario out by the the tennis court area um and just the whole venue and the whole experience there was unique charleston is awesome i think um if they continue to go there that that should not be our only time going um i think that we could agree you know make it um make it even more fun um with with even more planning and now that we kind of know what the kind of setup is the layout and we we kind of figure it out but uh yeah it was completely awesome um and we met a lot of cool people uh actually in the lounge uniquely um and hopefully that won't be the only time that we we speak with some of them because i think that it was um it was really really interesting really cool um yeah so no we went up to our seats we walked in like perfect timing as they're walking out on stage i think we were uh, walking uh, up to our section, which was pretty much dead center. I think everyone will probably see some pictures of that uh, coming soon. Um, but pretty much dead center, just a couple of rows up uh, in the 300s, just a money spot where you can see like everyone in the crowd pretty much. Obviously, everything on the stage, watch the sunset. We saw the full moon come up slightly at the very end of the show over the um, um, our left corner. 
and just awesome. And of course, as we're walking up to our seat, uh, band comes out and Bismarck starts. You hear Carter's intro. Um, I think you yelled Bismarck. And um, we were ready to roll. Uh, you know, obviously, if you would have told us last year that we were going to see a Bismarck opener, or even if you had told us um, when we knew we were going to Charleston, we were going to see a Bismarck opener night two, we probably would have been like, what? But it doesn't seem all that crazy these days, um, ironically. But yeah, that was awesome. Great way to start the show, Nolan. And um, yeah, we finally got Bismarck again after, I guess, seven years. Oh my gosh, has it really been seven years? Uh, that's insane. Never thought I'd get it as an opener, Bruce. I mean, it was so cool. Great time in getting to the seats, too. They just started playing it. We were going nuts. Uh, thank you, Dave and the boys, for bringing back Bismarck. Thank you so much. The song is so great. Great way to start the show, too. Um, and then... Bruce, after that, I feel like I feel like I was on a hot streak calling songs during the show, and I think it started. Uh, I kind of thought this next one would open after it got cut the night before, but Pantala Rapunzel uh, yeah. in the two slot after Bismarck, and that's a that's a fun way to get things going. I I kind of like the way they've been uh, they've been playing that early. Yeah, yeah, I would agree, and it, it sounded really good. It sounded. You know, obviously it's very fast. I think they could slow it down just a hair, but whatever. Uh, they're not going to. Um, and that was a great way to start. I think those that a one, two, three punch kind of, if you want to count Pantala. And then um, obviously Sweet next, just to kind of, um, you know, chill out a little bit. And they have a nice little jam there that they've added over the last several years, which we love. Um, so that was really, really awesome. Um you know, our, our little boy is is kind of learning how to swim. So that's kind of a different song now. <laughs> you know, when it came out, it was just like, oh, yeah, Dave teaching his kid how to swim. Bleh, who cares? Um, and now it <laughs> means so much more. Um, yeah, but then Nolan, they kind of uh, uh, pick it back up. We, we get another um, new song, Walk Around the Moon song. It could happen. We were very, very much looking forward to hearing that one. Yeah, it sounded great. Uh, I mean, Dave... I feel like he nails it vocally live. Yeah, yeah, a lot of energy. I thought it sounded really good. I want to listen to it again for sure. Uh, That was on my list of things. Like, man, I really want to hear that one again. And uh, it's cool that they've been going into different songs uh, after it because it's good. The outro, outro, it's very short, but it it lends itself to segues. And we got a cool one here with Crush. kind of thought it was coming saw that drop d guitar come out and uh i mean give it to me at every show yeah every single show it's uh, the ending is truly unbelievable i think it's like probably the best thing they do live yeah i mean we're, we're just like, probably not even close yeah every five seconds we're like oh carter oh carter oh carter yeah. oh tim um <laughs> it's just like it's ridiculous um and yeah obviously i think the longest song of the weekend uh, they jammed it out, and it was it was just great. Crowd just absolutely ate it up, loved it. I think you recorded uh, the last two minutes or so, and then you had to whip your phone right back out again because they had something else that you really enjoy uh, popping up immediately after Crush. Yeah, another one on my list of songs I wanted to see, I Want You uh, by The Beatles. Obviously, huge Beatles fan, and I think this song is perfect for the band. Uh, they play just the first uh, like two minutes of the song, but I mean, I think Dave does a really good job with this one. The horns sound good. Fonz gets to shine a little bit, um, so that was a highlight for me. Anytime my favorite pl- band plays a song by my other favorite band, that's a that's a huge win. Um, I would say though, Bruce, maybe it, it all it goes into after everything. This is, a, I believe, the third time that's happened, and uh, I was interested in hearing this one because I think it does have some potential, but I don't think it's there yet. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a little all over the place for me. Some nice moments in the beginning and at the end, but uh, the middle is like, what is going on? Uh, it's it sounded even more weird live i was like i can't even tell what's happening what are what what are these sounds 
yeah, weird. <laughs> what was that sound? Um, what was that yeah. one? Yeah, I, I was dizzied by it too. And I, I was kind of, you know, obviously was hoping to see it because you want to see just every song live at least once. And mm-hmm. I felt like listening to it live before, I was like, oh, okay, it sounds better than the album and there's there's some stuff there. But at the show, this one, I don't really know what was going on. And also, we were kind of, at this point, waiting to have something where we could run to the bathroom, maybe grab another drink really quickly. Um, yeah. And so maybe I was just like kind of looking for that, but I knew after everything, wasn't it? Like, it's not long enough, and I wanted to see it. And so maybe I was just kind of in that space, like, get it over with. <laughs> but I definitely was like, eh, this... Mm. Maybe this ain't it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to re-listen back to it. Maybe it was just because, you know, sometimes everything's overly loud um, at a concert and maybe the separation of instruments isn't as good. But yeah, um, we were waiting for whatever was after, after everything for sure. Yeah. And then we get When the World Ends and another short song. So <laughs> we were like, oh, I don't know if we can we gotta risk going to the bathroom now. But we got to do it. I think we have to do it now. And uh, got to the bathroom. I heard it. I heard it end, and I was like washing my hands. They started playing another song. I couldn't tell what it was from the bathroom. Asked some guy walking in. I was like, "What are they playing now?" He's like, "I don't know." I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? You're wearing a DMB T-shirt. You have to know. You have to know. And I run out, and it's typical. I was like, "Oh." Oh my God! And remember, I didn't uh, I didn't look at the sets from Wilmington, so this was a, a huge surprise to me. Um, made it back in the seat for I think I missed like part of the first verse. So oh, uh, yeah, it was a treat. I I had not seen typical in a long time. It seemed like yeah, um, Bruce, man, we I feel like uh, I think I actually called. Uh, I thought typical would get busted out opening weekend, and that was one of my picks. Um, mm-hmm. So it just took a couple shows, but um, yeah, man, I love love typical, love the jam at the end. Jeff and Rashawn just really, uh, really kill it. Yeah, it sounds so good. I don't know how we got sort of separated going to the restroom, but. I was I still ran. In, oh yeah. well, I was still in line when typical started, so I could hear it, and I was like, <laughs> "Just come on, no!" Oh. And um, but yes, you know, and I knew that I was also going back to the lounge really quick to go grab a drink, um, and then come mm. back. So I did that, and then um, came back, but I could still hear pretty good actually um, in the lounge area, bathroom not so much, obviously, but. Um, got back right near the end of that one and it's freaking great. Don't drink starts. Um, just, you know, it kind of seemed like, Oh, this is, this is a cool little run. I mean, even, you know, when the world ends, it's fine. It's just like, okay, we got to go. Um, but don't drink awesome as always just, you know, they play it aggressively fast, near perfection every time. Um, and you know, we get it every other show or so I feel like. Um, and it's awesome every time. Yes. Yes, it is. I'll add in that that was my fifth typical first oh. since West Palm Beach 2016. Uh, wow, so it had, it been, had a while. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Only three times in the last decade. Um, but yeah, that was that was our mm, fourth fourth or I think we've every time we've seen typical, I think. Uh, we've been together so that's that's interesting um maybe dave knew maybe he knew but um <laughs> yeah also i will add in this was my 60th show and uh yeah five typicals in 60 shows wild wild I, so it was, was definitely a treat that was nine for me um and no dave and tim typicals okay yeah um, yeah, first since 2018 for me down in West Palm. Um, but yeah, in, anyways, it's it's a treat. I take it all the time. Um, it, it stinks that we have only seen it that few times 
Nolan, to be honest. But uh, another song we have been waiting to see is next. Oh, yes. It was on our list. Virginia in the Rain, <laughs> full band. Perfect placement after Don't Drink the Water. Oh, I love yes. that. Uh, man, I love how this song just like, I feel like it just goes on. Yes. You like think it's going to end and Dave's like, no, there's another verse. Yeah. I'm going to keep singing. And Dave, like, you could tell he was absolutely loving it. The whole band was just, like, grooving. And, like, when they're kind of jamming at the end, Dave was just, like, I feel like taking it all in and just, like, bobbing his head, smiling, just, like, I feel like he knows, like, yeah, we kind of nailed it with this one. This is a great one. And this one does something a little different where Carter keeps playing a little bit and uh, extends the outro. And then there's a guitar change, and we're like, what in the world? <laughs> what, like, they haven't done this before. What is happening? Right into Gray Street. It's awesome. Which, again, I mean, like, not a single eye-roll song in this set to me. I, I was loving it, absolutely loving it. Gray Street coming off of that. Great way to pick things back up. Third verse, come on. Crowd still goes nuts for the third verse. Yeah. You love to see that. Oh, it's it was so good um, and just really cool that uh, Carter kept going and going and going um, for a little bit after that. And yeah, I agree. They just, Tim's awesome on Virginia and the Rain. Obviously love that Buddy is um, able to play the lead part and Dave actually plays the guitar because um, this, mm-hmm. you know, nice little, nice little backing guitar there. And then Carter was awesome. Gray Street, I mean, geez, you know, Gray Street, Don't Drink, uh, Rapunzel, Crush, stuff like that, that three of those being off of their best album, but they're just ones that you're likely to get a lot. Um, if you go to a lot of shows and they're just pretty much so good every single time. Um, and it's fun every single time. Um, but yeah, we've seen that one a ton now. Um, obviously it's the namesake of the podcast and we got the third verse to come back, obviously. Um, and then next was, uh, a debut for us. All You Wanted Was Tomorrow, another new song that we figured we'd get. Mm-hmm. And Nolan, I thought it sounded fantastic. They did a great job with it. It sounds good live um, and, you know, extended a little bit. And Jeff plays on it, too. So it's a Jeff and Rashawn uh, solo, which I think, you know, they're both. I think that they play well together. And I thought that this song is just kind of one of those perfect slots for them. For sure. Uh, really wanted to see this one. And now I think we can uh, check every new song off the list. I think we've seen every new song off the album. Um, I think we saw all of them but Something to Tell My Baby just this weekend. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. That's a that's a nice way we check everything off the, off the list for that, for Walk Around the Moon. So that was cool. And, yeah, the outro, big-time stuff. Uh I, I like how these new songs like played live. They just kind of they just sound like D and B, except except for after everything. But the rest of them are just like, oh yeah, no, it's just like a, a that's just a normal D and B song. See, and they seems like they've been playing them like for forever. They nail them. Uh, so that was that was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, and then. Bruce, things really start to heat up. I mean, I think from like typical on, the show is flawless. Um, the whole show is great, but Crash Into Me, song yeah. that Dave says, he, I don't, I don't really sing that much anymore. But now he's bringing it back, bringing it back. That GQ interview, he he had some interesting things to say about it. Um, but this was. A highlight of the night for me. Hadn't seen it much lately, um, but yeah, I think uh, the whole the place erupted when Crash came on, and yes, it's such a small venue. Like everyone was singing every word to it, and just the uh, uh, Dixie Chicken part at the end, crowd just belting it out. That was like such a cool moment uh, for me. I loved it. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. It was the first time I'd seen it full band since 2019. We saw it at the Gorge, um, but that's not technically full mm. band, I guess. 
um, in 21, but it, it had been a while, which is wild. I think I saw it like five times in 2016, including Dave and Tim, like just a ton that year. Um, but oh, hadn't wow. seen it in a while and it sounded great. Crowd loved it. Um, and just something that, you know, I think if you're going to DMB show, you should kind of hope for and enjoy seeing. Now, if there's people that don't like it anymore, that's fine, but it was great. It's yeah. a sing along and band sounds great playing it. Dave sounded great, um, from where we were standing. So, um, that was awesome. Perfect placement for it. Um, and then next that uh, nice little Blackberry guitar comes out, and um, you know we're thinking basically one of two songs here, really. And I think you guessed the correct one. You were like "Break Free, Break Free," and yep, there it comes. And it <laughs> was it was great. They have the new outro basically that comes off the album, and they just extend it, and pff, it sounds awesome. Oh yeah, for some reason I just like in my head during crash i was like they're gonna play break free next they have to i think it was getting late that even before the guitar change ridiculous i don't know why nolan damas i just yeah another song really wanted to see hadn't seen it since 2006 uh so this was big time i love singing along to this song i love the chorus uh just another classic sounding tune to me um really captured their sound from 06 too Mm -hmm. it was just like the dmb sound from then um with some updates so that was cool and then for me highlight of the weekend next lie in our graves oh my goodness i wasn't expecting it and uh playing it late in the middle of this run perfect this is like a a very, very, very well-constructed set by Dave. Uh, I think he, like, it's about a good, as good of a show as you're going to get these days, not at SPAC or the Gorge. And uh, Graves was, was perfect. Tim was great. Reprise. Uh, crowd was going bananas for Tim in the reprise. Bruce, this was such a cool moment and uh, a song I haven't seen many times seven times um, wow in 60 shows with two of those being Dave and Tim's one of those at Farm Aid last year uh, only seven so yeah it's uh, it's eluded me um, I didn't even I saw it once before 2014 so yikes it, insane yeah but man I love it yeah, who who doesn't? The whole crowd goes bananas when that riff starts, um, and it was it was great. I don't know if I'd put it as the highlight. It's it's top, probably top three though. Um, I'll have to listen back. Um, I really liked that. I liked typical. I liked Grace a lot from night one um, Ooh, as yeah. well. I think there was something else maybe even from night one that was really you really never know. Um, obviously, you never know, but. Um, crush as well but yeah it's it's always up there and this one was fantastic tim buddy carter get the reprise all of that um and again perfect placement uh, right there near the end of the set um just fantastic and the last one i think i saw was the Derek trucks version so obviously this wasn't that but oh. it was really really good and nolan somehow i've seen 16 graves um that's ridiculous um so i feel fairly what? lucky there um, so that was awesome. And then Nolan, we, uh, we get another baritone guitar song and we're like, I mean, there's really only two more. There's either so right or space between. And th- thank God it was so right. We like space between kind of felt like the spot for space between honestly, it did. um, yeah. right near the end of the set. But Hey, we got so right here extending just an absurdly good run and, um, yeah, making the end of the show just so nice it was just this was perfect yeah i mean dave was dave i think maybe there was a little bit of oh we ended early yesterday let's uh let's really give them something good here to to end saturday night in this two night stand in charleston and so right always delivers one of the Mm -hmm. best songs off of every day and Bruce, my fifth time seeing it, 
which is a shame. They do not play it super often. I've seen it twice in Charlottesville. Um, but twice in Charlottesville, twice in Charlotte, now once in Charleston. So there's a C-H-A-R vibe <laughs> here for me with yes. So Right. Uh, weird. But thought it was really cool that they used the drone stuff from the gorge um, on the yes. um, video boards. I love that. You see the fire dancer and just the drones flying around. Uh, really cool. I mean, another just perfect spot by Dave here. And, uh, I mean, at this point, I'm like, they can play whatever. I don't even care. This has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think typically maybe uh, there might be an eye roll with a Jimmy closer. But, I mean, I th- I thought it was a, a great closer. I loved it. Uh, I'm saying that about everything for this show, I think. But a really cool Jimmy. Um I don't know what did you, what did you think about Jimmy closing the set? Yeah, I mean it's 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 fine. I think that it was it worked, especially with Brickhouse there and all of that. We were kind of hoping um, Two Step would show up this weekend, so I think right then was kind of hoping for that instead. But hadn't been played, and they didn't yeah. play any tour debuts this show, um, which yeah, I I hate to say that that's like that matters. It didn't really matter, honestly, with how good it was. Um, but mm-hmm. it would have been cool maybe if you subbed that in instead. But they didn't. Um, so Jimmy and Brickhouse to close. So that was that was good. Obviously, crowd was on fire. Band was on fire. They they played it awesome. And then um, come back for encore and give us that basically one more um, one more walk around the moon song here that we hadn't seen and really they hadn't played much at all this year. Um, debuted last week, so I don't even know if you had known that it was played. But Ocean the Butterfly, very nice. Um, first slot in the encore yeah it's a good e1 song i'm i'm a fan uh <clears throat> yeah i i'd seen a spoiler that it debuted last week mm. but that didn't really uh affect me going into the shows no. um but it was interesting that the two uh songs we hadn't really uh that made our personal debuts other than the new album were uh covers brick house and i want you um so it was interesting i like you said um maybe two-step i kind of thought they might do warehouse right there after oh, so right yes. um but they but they did not um so anyways ocean the butterfly great e1 song and then i kind of thought warehouse was coming or two-step to end the to end the night but they went with ants which i learned they uh they did in wilmington night too so a little little repeat here and then this show kind of uh fairly mirrors wilmington night two a little bit oh yeah um, i think this one is a, a little better um but yeah pretty similar two night stands between wilmington and charleston so i'm glad that i'm not upset about missing wilmington because they were pretty similar so ants great way to end the night everyone loved it um just one of my favorite shows that I've been to, Bruce. I yeah. thought they just, I thought everything about it was perfect. And uh, one of our one of our listeners, Jeremy, texted me and was like, "Man, how about that show? It's nice to know that DMB still has their fastball." And I was like, <laughs> "It is nice to know that." That was like, I mean, that was awesome. They played, they were great. I mean, that's the best they've sounded to me. Um, like in a while yeah and the new songs blended in perfectly so like well done i i i'm now sad that i I don't have any more shows left on the schedule yeah i don't know how you feel but that was uh man what a what a weekend what a show same um and that that makes a big difference the the whole fast fact that new songs are so good live that that they're not eye rolls and there were none like you said in this show so it just made for just a very enjoyable evening and just nothing where you could really you know complain about which is great even though every single like if you had gone to wilmington and charleston which i mean maybe you shouldn't do that stuff but if you had you probably are like wow guys seriously no variety i mean every single song night two was played in wilmington except for so right so 
it was, mm. you know, at some point you had seen that entire set, but it is what it is. I think our only thing that we came away with was like, man, I don't, you know, no tour debuts. Okay, whatever, but no busted stuff. And mm. I think we were really looking for that night too. And I think if you put busted stuff in there, um, instead of world ends or, um, sweet, sweet, uh, something like that. Wow. I mean, just wow. And it, it stinks because yeah. I don't know if, I don't know when we're going to catch that one then. And yeah, I hope for the rest of the people that are going to shows this year that it's not dead. Uh, they played it last week in Nashville. Um, but you know, didn't play it in Wilmington or Charleston, the two, two nighters so far, which is, it's kind of weird, but Nolan, it is what it is. Maybe we'll catch it one day, um, but yeah, alas, we did not get it in Charleston. I know, bummer, but yeah, it would have fit in nicely in this show, uh, night two, but that's okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it sticks around. Um, we'll see, we'll see, and uh, if it does, maybe we'll we'll add some shows. Who knows? <laughs> Probably not, but uh, yeah, uh, man. Otherwise, just a great weekend. Great going to another show, shows with you. Um, we got to do it again soon. I, I don't so. know when, but uh, maybe South Africa. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to see about that. Um, but, yeah. you know, while, while our schedule may not be busy on uh, the DMB front, Dave's is busy this week. Um, you know, he's got the Howard Stern show and the Sirius XM acoustic show this Wednesday. Uh, both little solo appearances, I guess, for him. So interested to see what happens there. Congrats to anyone going to the SiriusXM experience. And then on Friday, they're in Forest Hills. Uh, we may have a an attendee that may join the pod later on to discuss that experience. And then Hartford um, on Saturday, the 10th. So um, SiriusXM show. Dave Solo, SiriusXM show Friday in Forest Hills. First time at that venue. And then Hartford. So Pretty cool stuff this week, Nolan. Yeah, that's exciting. I wish we could uh, go to that uh, solo show in New York oh. on XM. That, that'd be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, glad Dave's getting to to do his thing, promote the album a little bit in the big city this week. Um, so look for that. And uh, yeah, I think uh, other than that, stay tuned for... Uh, for some stuff we'll be posting on social media uh, about Charleston in, in this episode. Absolutely. Other than that, Bruce, I think I think it's time to wrap it up, man. Enjoyed it again. Another another episode in the books. Another one down. Hopefully, somehow another show pops up here for us at some point soon. But you never know. You never know, Nolan. All right, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. You know how to follow us. Rate, subscribe, review whatever <laughs> we appreciate all of you great to meet you um as well this weekend love you guys and we'll see you next time on the corner of gray street I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode I speak with historians, musicians, 
artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.